Hello everyone. Welcome to episode 61 of the Roving Bookworm podcast. My name is B.I. Garrix. I'm a content creator, blogger, poet, geologist, and I'm the Roving Bookworm, your host. If this is your first time here, I warmly welcome you to this community of awesome, fabulous people. And I know this would be worth your while. The Roving Bookworm Podcast is a safe space where we can talk, rave, rant, and explore diverse themes and life-changing lessons inspired by books, poetry, and music over a cup of tea or two. Thank you for joining the conversation this week, and I am thrilled as usual to be back here again this week. And I'm so happy you have made our time to listen to this episode. Thank you. So how did your week go? I hope um, it was good and you're having a great weekend or restful one, whichever one you plan to have. My week was so busy, so busy, but I'm grateful to God. And my weekend is still busy. I'm recording this on Saturday. I usually record on Saturdays and... um, I'm going to be off to a poetry performance at the Gathering Africa. I'll be putting that up on my social media pages. I hope I get videos of of my performance. So so that's what I'll be doing um, today. And then um, you'll get to listen to this tomorrow. But um, yeah, so that's basically it. So... This week's theme is titled self-employment versus being employed. Remember, this is the season for the, the, the this or that season. And it was inspired by a book I read um, sometime last year, The Automatic Millionaire. Um, and it got me thinking about um, a lot of things when I was trying to put together this season's um, themes. Um, I can't remember if I actually um, reviewed this book on my blog, I will check and um, let you know later. Um, But I'm excited to have this conversation because it's something that has been on my mind for a while. And especially in this day and age where a lot of people are choosing to be self-employed, I I thought that it was a good good, um, conversation to have on here. So before we get into it, um, I am alone today. We don't have any guests, so it's just me and you guys. So just enjoy me being here with just you. And today I am having my tea. I'm having iced tea and um, I'm having cranberry and raspberry tea. If you check out my my Instagram page for the Ruby Bookworm podcast, you see how I made it. The, uh, I put the recipe on there as promised, so I'll, I'll be putting all my recipes. So, you guys know the drill. Go grab something to drink, get comfortable, and then let's get into it. Welcome back, guys. So, 
let's get into it like i said earlier today's theme is titled self-employment versus being employed which is better in the long run i'll start by explaining what each of them mean in simple terms being self-employed is when you're a sole proprietor an independent contractor a freelancer or you're in a business um, you're in business for yourself that's what it means i don't want to um, go further but i'm sure you get the picture while being employed is when you work for a company or a business who has you on a payroll they pay you a salary they pay you an allowance um, etc in the recent past um, so many people are now choosing to be self-employed there's this big buzz about how better it is to work for yourself from freelancers to independent contractors to to um, content creators there's so many opportunities especially now that the internet has blown up and social media is big um, you kind of wonder if there's really something you're missing as a traditionally employed person and um, you also wonder if you know it's it's all show or it's really um, worth the while to be self-employed or it's better for you to stay on your job or if you're self-employed if you should take a job now personally i've had quite some experience on both sides of this coin so i'm going to give you my perspective from my journey thus far before i graduated university i knew from the onset that i didn't want to be employed or work a nine-to-five job I had the opportunity to have my industrial training attachment at the Shell Petroleum um, Development Company. And thereafter, another attachment in my final year um, for three months again to do my project work. And during this cumulative six month period, I was certain that the industry wasn't for me at all. This was because of the way I quickly learned how the industry worked, which seemed quite monotonous to me. And I don't enjoy monotony. I get restless when I keep doing the same thing over and over again. Obviously, you can see why I'm so many things. I'm podcasting, I'm blogging, I'm working, you know, so I I always need um, different spices in my soup, so to say. However, before then, it wasn't just this experience i had discovered that i loved to teach so i kind of knew what i wanted to do you know even when i just the way i discovered geology and that was all i wanted to do um at the time let me also at the time yes you know professionally as someone who was in school and was going to study something because my parents had kind of got me out of the arty part of myself apart from the poetry and my reading which they couldn't stop um my singing my dancing my acting skills you know they were like you this is not going to work so i realized that i loved to teach because if you ask me a question i will light up and explain everything and really feel fulfilled when you get it so i believe that i was a natural teacher and especially when I was in university, 
I I really thought or believed that I would do great in in academia, you know, in a career um, teaching geology, which is something that I still really love. Um, so, and that was before I went to Shell. So I kind of knew that, but that experience for me was just a confirmation that, you know, uh, a nine to five wasn't going to be my thing. And I know, I remember university, I used to make jokes about you know, um, how I would be lecturing and I would just be, you know, a pregnant lecturing woman and I would just call, um, I will just have, um, call um, people who sell stuff, you know, snacks and I'll be having, I'll be snacking in my office and just, you know, sit down and teach my students and things like that. I used to have those um, very interesting imaginations. Now, my family, I must mention, is also in the education, is in the business of education. My mom started as a teacher. We're teachers. I think, especially on my mom's side, we have a lineage where, and I think that, that, that may be part of it because I have been I've read in certain books how some professions are you know go down the line in family and even now you know looking at my siblings and I we're basically kind of educators my eldest sister is you know she has a PhD uh, my 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 second elder sister is doing a PhD she's uh, running um school um my younger sister is running a school we're also we're in the education business so i think that also kind of um comes naturally teaching for us my mom my mom's siblings are professors university professors um even um, my, my uncle who is a medical doctor is a is also um also double uh, doubles as a consultant and lecturer so 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 we have a lot of education teachers I'll just call us teachers on different levels. My aunt, you know, still works in the university as a PhD holder and a, and a lecturer. So we're just, I was just surrounded by these teachers. So maybe that also um, influenced me in, in a way. So um, when I graduated, the year I graduated, before I went to youth service, I went to work at my mother's, um, my, my mother's school. Um, nursery primary secondary school i went to work at the school before youth service and um when i went for youth service i was redeployed back and continued working there as a teacher as a school's administrator which basically meant i was i was running i was running the school my mother at the time that particular year was just um had just retired um from her job and that year she did some traveling abroad so she was away for a whole year and i was left to manage this business with the help of my elder brother who wasn't fully a staff there because he had a job but he would come around to help me with stuff um, i couldn't handle on my own so basically this was my first introduction to being employed in code because i had a boss who was my mom but it was also a bit like running my own business because it's the family business anyway and you know i took it upon myself and it wasn't like my boss was seated there she was my mother was never present um all the time i was there and even when i left my elder sister my late immediate elder sister had to leave her job in abuja because she was working then um to come and take over from me because we needed someone 
in the family to run the business so um so okay so i was saying it was it was like running my own business i and i realized it was a lot of work managing staff managing parents managing children working with vendors like publishers seeing to the day-to-day running of the school electricity maintenance and what have you but in all this and in my very early 20s (laughs) um i finished i think when i just turned 21 and um I felt fulfilled. I loved the holidays, although they were not as long for for staff, as we always need to start preparing for the new term at least two weeks before resumption. But working here was so fulfilling, and working at the school also led me to starting my own business, a children's bookstore. I have talked about this um, in the think in some episodes I've mentioned how I had a business I had to close down which started as a small store at the school I I, I, I wanted to feel a need um, at the time there were not many there were not many bookstores that were dedicated to children and um, I did that as bookstore and school supply store and grew into three stores in two states with an online presence it was on Jumia 15 years down the line I was so I was there for about two years and within that time I got married so I had to move um, which left me with only my business and then I decided to start building my career by my, my teaching career my career in academia and the first step obviously is to go and um, um, have a master's you know study for a master's and I did start studying for a master's in applied geophysics and started running my business which was basically my dream you know the the business would bring in money and my career would eventually bring in money and fulfillment as a geologist because i really love geology it was when i was studying for my master's degree that one of the professors who i got close to asked me why i hadn't applied for a job in the industry i had a two one you know a high one at that and i told him i didn't want to work a nine to five and then he advised me that if I wanted to be a very, very good teacher, a stint in the industry would go a long way because the experience would be good for my students, it would be good for myself. I wouldn't be um, too theoretical in my ways because I would have experienced those things that i'm talking about because geology is a very practical course um especially um where i'm from the niger delta where you know we have oil and gas so um most of the most of the geology we do is more um of soft rock what we call soft rock so um we had this conversation a couple of times, but I wasn't totally sold out until my dad really pushed me to do it. My dad was like, you know, I, I think I've told this story before. Come on, go and work. What are you doing? You had to when you're sitting down here saying you want to be a lecturer, blah, 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 you know. So this is how I moved from being self-employed to being employed. And I've been working at my current company for 15 years now. I still kept my bookstore business, which continued to grow, but um the truth is the saving grace for that business at the time was that the business had kicked off and was stable before i took that job you know because i um 
I, I, I stayed for a couple of a couple more years before I eventually took the job. So um, the business was able to run itself the way I kind of, I think the way I kind of made the business run. And this was the experience I had from the school business, the way my mother my, my mother established a business that was not attached to her. You know, there are some businesses that if you're not there, the business cannot run, you know. And the, 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 the my mom's school wasn't what that wasn't that type of school where you needed to see the owner. I want to talk to the proprietors. I want to do this, you know. So when I started my, my bookstore business, I, I had that idea and it worked because I didn't have to be present, you know. I was just they're putting you know employ the right people to be there and so on unfortunately i've told the story before if you haven't heard it you need to listen to other episodes i can't remember the episode i'll try to remember it um, um and put it in the closing um in december 2019 after i moved to lagos i think i talked about this when i was talking about you know change um i'd moved to lagos four years earlier and i really struggled because my new role on my job in lagos was so challenging and a lot of travel was involved and other things you know um economically uh at the time that was when you know the dollar price just went all you know books were not books and stationery were not priority food was priority but the business wasn't really doing as well and in as much as i could run the business not being present um lagos was kind of a distance from portacos and from bielsa and it was just a, a lot of things so i've already talked about this before so basically though the um, um, I got a lot of um, experience from running a business, you know, almost being so kind of semi self-employed or having a side hustle and working. And what I will say from my experience is that both of them have their pros and cons. I don't think any is better. And you have to decide what is best for you in the now or maybe what is available to you. It just depends on what your options are, what is priority. And at the end of the day, it's you who has to make that decision. And life is a risk. You know, if you decide to go the self-employed way, it depends. Can you afford to be self-employed or can you afford to be employed at the time, depending on your situation? So I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of being both self-employed and not unemployed or employed. So let's start with being self-employed, the pros. The pros are that your earning potential is higher if you're self-employed, but not always, but there's a potential of you earning higher when you are self-employed then another and i don't know you want me to explain you may want to me to throw some light on this you know because in business you 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 may it it may be difficult at the beginning which is a con depending on if you really need the money or you have people who are depending on you and all that okay i'm moving to cons but your any potential is high because you may land deals that will give you money that (laughs) in one sitting you would need to be employed for five years to earn that amount of money you know so 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 that's what i mean 
also flexibility in your schedule this is so 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 important if because some people cannot afford to be tied down on a nine-to-five maybe um you know you're a young mother or you know there's just so many there's so so many there are just so many situations that may not allow for you to be fully employed and if you're fully employed in that situation it may be so stressful that the money that you're you're raking in at the end of the day may not have value because of um what it is taking from you is much more than than what you're you're getting and then um another pro for being self-employed is that you have control of how much work you take on you know so sometimes um and a lot of times we're employed and you know we, the, the 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 workload is not commensurate to your earnings and there's nothing you can do about it you know um a lot of people have complained in recent times with the pandemic and the working remotely i think a lot of people have now started going back into the office and are settling in but either way you know like personally the the work-life balance was was thrown out of the window because there was basically no respect for it you know the at 9 p.m they're calling you to come into a meeting and you're like you know this is this is just not fair so yeah um being being self-employed you you can be able to decide what you want to do and you can block two weeks and say okay i have time these two weeks i'm going to do a lot i'm going to work late but the next two weeks i need to spend time with my kids so and so 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 that that helps with being self-employed so let me go to the cons so the cons is it's not steady at the beginning at all unless you started this as a side hustle before you fully became self-employed which is what um most people would advise people who are employed who have who want to leave full employment to being self-employed um to ensure that um maybe there's some form of stability um before you decide to go full full blown um but there's some people who maybe you're single you're living with your you're still living with your parents and you know there are some bills that you don't need to pay you at that point you may not need um that steady income at the beginning you can just focus on your business and that's what happened to me because when i started my my business my bookstore business i was single i was living with my parents they were feeding me i was literally working because the school was paying me so um every money that came and i i I don't know if i mentioned i started that business with five thousand naira five thousand naira i went i bought the lady bed series storybooks i remember and then i and i used my salary i used my salary that the school was paying me to start that business um i took five thousand naira from it and i started that business that was how i started business but there was no pressure of i needed to pay my children's fees or i needed to pay for my rent and all that so that kind of helped so if you're in that kind of situation yes it may not be a con but if you need if you have responsibilities this is a huge one you really have to think about this you are also responsible for all aspects of the business especially the financial aspects because everything you're the you're the um you're the accountant you're the uh, purchaser you're you everything really you 
so 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 that can take a toll on you if you're not careful unlike now that when people ask me certain questions um at work i'll be like okay you know what i'll just call i'll just call finance i'll just call finance <laughs> you can't call finance you are finance um with also one of the cons is that you can't you can't turn off uh, turning off tuning off is really hard you're always thinking about the business you're always thinking about business and sometimes you become drained mentally and it's not uh it's 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 not very good also things like paying your taxes um and anything in that area that your your employer would have been doing for you 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 need to do it yourself you know you need to also audit your account just all those things you have to do it yourself Another thing is healthcare. You have to provide for your healthcare, unlike most um, employers who would probably have a an employment um, a healthcare plan for their staff. If I leave my job, this is one thing I know that I will miss. You know, because um, we have good healthcare. We even have dental. We have eye. Uh, opticians and you know every every uh will i say aspect of healthcare so 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 this is a big one because healthcare is expensive so let's talk about the pros for being employed it's a steady job and you may have some job security not all jobs have job security anyway i mean it's like in the banking sector i know a lot of people who get sacked easily and all that but um yeah, if you're doing your job, I guess, you know, to be steady, even in the oil and gas industry, it's not really steady at all, you know, um, but um, it's steady. Let's just say steady. Um, then you have retirement benefits if you work till retirement, even if you, I think most companies have um, a, a certain number of years where if you retire, you're going to get a pension. So, uh you know if you look at it from that point of view it may be more attractive that you're sure that at the end of the day your old age you you get your um, retirement benefits of course i talked about health insurance um when i was talking about the cons for um being self-employed this is a big one it's a really big one especially for people who have families i know how i think my three children um and my spouse we we go for dent like like i'm so i the dental is like a piggy for me anyway um i mean my husband also works and he his company also has um health insurance and we use it for pediatric care for for all that so it's really um it's really great i know how much people spend i know how much bills people who are self-employed pay when it comes to every time they visit the, the the hospital for one thing or the other or they take their kids the cons are depending on your industry your earning potential is mostly capped because there's normally like um, a grade level thing going on in most companies so at this level you earn so and so you can't earn more than this until you're a manager or you're this or you're that so that's a con then there's always some form of office politics going on and sometimes it can be toxic to your mental and emotional health that environment can be really 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 um hard so 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 that's that is also that also can be a problem um another major thing is that you don't have your time you're not your own you're 
not you don't own yourself you're answerable to to the company most times which can be disruptive you can call you and say oh you're going to contact tomorrow there is an emergency and who are you to say no you just go so um i think that's all for the pros and cons for being self-employed and being um, employed the idea behind having these either or conversations really is to show that at the end of the day human beings we are complex and all these things are complex with us there's really no one size fits all for 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 anything in life it depends on what is suitable for you at any point in time there may be a time that you cannot afford to be self-employed because you don't have that luxury or you cannot be employed because you have simply not gotten that job and you can't just sit around waiting and doing absolutely nothing so you're kind of forced to become self-employed you just go you know a lot of people have been self-employed like that and at the end of the day they just you know went on with it and discovered that they loved it and it was it was worth their while and they were making money and they even stopped they didn't bother to to look for employment anymore or it doesn't suit your your life i know people who wanted to be employed women who wanted to be employed but they got married they got pregnant and they had difficult pregnancies which made them to be at home and during those years of childbearing they decided you know what i can you know run a business while i'm taking care of myself and 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 the kids as they're coming and at the end of the day it, it wasn't a biggie for them to now go into corporate work so whatever whatever you are and wherever you are on this journey the key message would be to do whatever you're doing well so that when you look back later in life you'll definitely see the value in what that experience has done for you as it has done for me Hey guys, welcome back and thank you so much for being part of this conversation. I hope you found it helpful and um, I hope that you'll be able to get something from it. I would love to hear your feedback so we can talk more about this theme offline. I want to first of all say thank you again to Embassy one and during for the feedback you gave from the last episode we had great conversations offline and um, I urge you to keep giving me feedback this is what really makes me so glad about having this podcast being able to reach out to people and get them talking and that's why I always say join the conversation remember you can hit me up on my blog with your feedback rovingbookomng.com on Instagram you can DM me or my Facebook page rovingbookomng or on WhatsApp if you have my contact just keep them coming also don't forget you can subscribe to the Roving Bookworm podcast it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Spotify, Breaker and Radio Pod 
any of those apps you can listen to the podcast just download them um hit the subscribe button when you after you search for the roving book one podcast you would always be able to keep track of all episodes old and new and don't forget to rate this podcast while you're at it this helps the podcast grow and get more people to listen so i'm counting on you guys let's grow this community and enjoy our conversations learn and become better versions of ourselves also don't forget to share with your family and friends if you're yet to listen to other episodes um this season season four or between season one and four please go ahead and listen i promise you it would be worth your while it's time to go but I look forward to next week when we'll be having another fantastic conversation and it gets to be coming in hopefully. So until then is take care of yourselves and stay blessed.